Are you looking to add more excellence to the work that you do every day? What does a spirit of excellence mean to you when it comes to your own workplace performance? Well, those are the things that we're going to talk about today. So if it's something that you feel you need to work on or something that you'd like to learn more about, then keep listening. Welcome to the Gen X Career Show, the only podcast designed specifically for the Gen X professional who wants to start a new chapter, finally finding passion and fulfillment in the work that they do every day. I'm your host, Kay Kirkman. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Gen X Career Show. My name is Kay Kirkman, and yes, I'm here yet again for another episode. And today, we are talking about a subject that I don't think that is talked about enough, especially when it comes to careers, and especially when it comes to this idea of people burning out and what workers do when they've checked out of their job. Now, I feel like there are different, what is it, different phases or different levels of being checked out. You know, you have everything from, you know, just doing the bare minimum, enough not to get fired, but not too much to get promoted or get some added responsibilities. There's that. Then there's just the total fire me if you want to, where you're coming in late, uh, you know, you're not getting along with your coworkers. So some blatant disrespect of the role. So you have those two extremes, but somewhere in the middle is what I want to hone in today, because I think that there is a general lack of wanting to be excellent in the workplace today. And what what prompted this episode is, and I've probably talked about it on the show previously, uh, but I have to go back. I know I've talked about my contracting horror stories where I have been in the process of redoing my kitchen probably for the past month now, and it's not a big kitchen. <laughs> I had some challenges, so we are still in process with the kitchen. So I'm now having to find new a new contractor to kind of fix what wasn't done with a spirit of excellence by the previous contractor. But I could do a whole show on lessons learned from that. But let's talk about careers today. Let's talk about the person who chose the career of being a contractor. I didn't choose that career path for the contractor who kind of botched my kitchen, right? Like I didn't choose that profession. That person chose that profession. And so it leads us to the question of why people choose the roles that they're in. And, And really, one of the biggest reasons as to why I even started this show in the first place is because I know that I've been in roles previously where, seriously, I was just phoning it in. And a lot of that came to came from the fact that I had checked out of my my job because I wasn't in the right role. I was burnt out. I didn't like what I was doing. And you see that so rampant today. And what I'd like to do is see how the right people could be in the right roles so that there is less likelihood 
of them operating without a spirit of excellence. Right. So, so getting back to the whole contractor story, you know, I thought about this idea of, you know, operating with a spirit of excellence and just the mindset that you have to have to put out work that is subpar work and just present it as yours. Like what kind of mindset do you have to have if you're a worker? And, you know, like, like I said, I, you know, I've talked about this in, in a couple of previous episodes, this idea that once you get to a certain stage in your career, there seems to be less fulfillment. There seems to be more of just checking the boxes and putting out fires. And so you have a lot of people who are not operating at their optimal level with this spirit of excellence that we're talking about. And so getting back to the whole kitchen thing and just how that relates to work and and what, you know, what you consider your best work. Uh, I had, this is a separate separate incident, but I had someone else come to the house and uh, install some vertical blinds for me. And it was just a handyman service who came and, and installed the blinds. And the, and the blinds look great, you know? And after everything that happened with the kitchen, I was so excited to, to see the new blinds up and they everything looked fine. But something told me, you know, that before I paid the handyman and before I, you know, let them go to just check, just check everything with the blinds. And sure enough, the blinds wouldn't open. (laughs) So they look great closed, but I couldn't open the blinds. And at this point, the workers were like in their truck and they were kind of getting the receipt together and stuff. And I was like, um, are those blinds supposed to open? Is that a function? <laughs> Is that a function of the blinds that I purchased? Because they're not opening. So of course they come, you know, dumb homeowner doesn't know anything. She's probably, you know, <laughs> not using the little wand properly. I'm sure enough, it was a whole thing that they had to go back and fix. And it took them like another 15, 20 minutes to get the blinds open. My point is, why didn't they check to make sure that the blinds were open before they told me they were done and started to work up my invoice. Like what made them skip that step to check their work? I mean, was it just that they had done blinds before and they just assumed they worked? I mean, there could have been a lot of reasons, but it just got me thinking because the same thing happened with the contractors that did such a horrible job with my kitchen. They didn't check like to see if the drawers open properly, to see if, um, you know, all the paint had been cleaned off the floor. Like they didn't, they didn't check that. They just left it. And so, so maybe part of why I went through that was so that I could have the experience of always checking the work of someone before they leave your house. But again, I go back to the question, why didn't they check it? So so that kind of sparked the the fire for this particular episode but it really is something that I've been thinking about for a while and and as I said it's it's one of the reasons that I created this show because I just saw too many people who were either unhappy with their job and that was reflected in their performance or just unhappy in their job and just miserable and and it just got me starting to question like why are not the right people in the right roles now of course i know 
you know, in intellectually that, you know, people take their jobs for different reasons. They have to support themselves. They have to support a family. You do what you have to do. Sometimes people are, are doing one role as a kind of filler between roles. Maybe they're between jobs, lots of reasons. But again, I go back to this spirit of excellence. What is it about certain people that gives them a sense of pride of their work in the work that they do, no matter what they're doing? You know, I talked, um, I talked last week about Jesse Itzler and the program that I'm taking with him. And there's something that he mentioned. He had a guest on. Her name is Mona Sharma, and she works with you know, people like Will Smith on their health and wellness. And she was talking about the fact that she grew up in um, almost like a commune-type community. And one of the things that was discussed every day is the fact that when you do a task, whatever that task is, you do it to the best of your ability. You do it almost like a prayer or a meditation. It's a very sacred process. And that's anything you do from washing a dish to building a fence, what, whatever it is that you're doing. And um, Jesse Itzler was talking about how he had lived in a monastery for a period of time. And same thing, if you were washing dishes, you were, you were doing it with such a spirit of excellence. You were doing it as a meditation. Um, you were doing it to the best of your ability. And again, this this theme just keeps coming up of why do some people operate in that way and some people don't? You know, going back to the contractor example, so I had another contractor come in to kind of fix what was messed up by the previous contractor. And just the difference in the way he was taking the measurements and he was explaining to me why certain things should have been a different way. And he was talking to me about how he would fix it and how he would change it. And he was talking to me about what the the previous contractors could have done. And it was just so interesting how you could tell what pride he took in the knowledge that he had. And you could tell that that came from years of doing this. I mean, it was almost just intuitive, innate, how he was explaining everything to me. And again, such a stark difference to, to the previous contractor. So I wanted to talk about three ways Three ways that you can start to bring a spirit of excellence to the work that you do every day, whether you're painting a house or you're managing multi-million dollar budgets, whatever it is, what are some ways that you can do whatever it is that you do with a spirit of excellence? So the first thing I always go back to is intention. You know, when you start to do a job, do you have a clear intention of what the finished product of whatever it is that you're doing is going to look like? Like, who will it impact? What will it look like when this is done? So what is your intention going into the job? Whatever it is. Going into, and, and I think, by the way, for most people, there is no intention. <laughs> it's just like, okay, this has to get done, so we're going to do it. But there's not really any thought in that goes into it. And a lot of that comes from the fact that you've probably done whatever task you do at work right now, hundreds and hundreds of times. So it's not like you have to really think about, okay, well, what is my intention for this email? <laughs> right. Um, and, and, you know, it, it can get a little bit, uh, you know, uh, 
it can get a little bit ridiculous if every little thing you think about, you're like, okay, what's the intention? But I just mean overall, like when you think about yourself and the work that you do every day and what you contribute to your company, what is your overall intention for the work that you put out every day? And these are just questions that I want you to think about. I mean, I don't have all the answers. And I know for sure there have been jobs that I've worked in where I haven't given it my all, right? And there are things that happen in your life, moves that you go through where you're not always going to be 100%. But what I'm talking about is just a overall sense. Uh, Like, what's the intention that you walk into the workplace with every day? You know, do you have an intention that you want to bring peace and harmony to the to the workplace? Do you have an intention that you want to be productive? Do you have an intention that you want to be better today than you were yesterday? I mean, what is your intention? And if you don't have an intention, if you don't have an intention, what intention could you set today? What intention could you set today for when you walk into work tomorrow that would dramatically shift the way you show up every day at work? Hmm, what a question, right? And only you can answer that. So intention, what's your intention? What's your overall intention for the work that you put out every day? Number two, how does your work impact others? So think about your what job you do every day. And I want you to think about all the different people that it impacts. So if we start, If we start uh, small and we kind of branch out, like if you think about a ripple, you know, if you drop a pebble in the water and the ripples start with a small ripple and then they keep branching out. So if we think about the work that you do every day, the ripple probably starts with you. So you're probably in the middle of that circle of what you do every day and how it impacts others. So first it impacts you, right? Because it's your work. Then maybe it impacts your department, right? Then maybe it impacts your region. And then maybe it impacts your division, right? And then maybe it impacts the national organization. And then maybe it impacts the international organization. So you see how there are different layers. And then we could even bring in your boss, your coworkers, your consumer, right? So these are all people that are impacted by your job in some way, shape, or form every time you perform the duties that you perform at work. So in terms of a spirit of excellence, What does a spirit of excellence mean to you when we talk about how it impacts others? Like, does that ever occur to you? And how can you up your game by thinking about all the different people that you impact with the work that you do? You know, I think some roles, it's a little bit more evident the impact that they have. Like if we're talking about nonprofits or if we're talking about something like a, um, you know, a water treatment plan or something like that where where there is a solid impact. But that's another thing to think about. What, who are the people and what are the entities that are impacted by what I do every day? And does that provide some sort of a call, some sort of a pull for me to operate with more of a spirit of excellence when I think of, you know, not only is my family depending on me, but what about the other families of the consumers of, you know, whatever product 
you have at your workplace, right? And so I think sometimes when you think about the impact, not only on yourself, but on others, I know for me, that does call me to operate with more of a spirit of excellence because I know other people are depending on me. And we are so much more likely to do things correctly, to do things with enthusiasm, energy, to do things in a different way uh, for others than if we're just doing it for ourselves. All right. So number one, we talked about what is your overall intention and how that can help you bring a spirit of excellence to your work. Then we talked about thinking about the impact, like what impact does my work have on others? And that helping to inspire you to have more of a spirit of excellence in your work. And then the third thing that I want to bring to your attention is this whole idea of how does the work that you do every day reflect you? Like the contractors that uh, did not do my kitchen properly, when they were just going to present this unfinished kitchen as a as a finished product, as as a reflection of what their handiwork was. Like I'm just wondering, like what were the thoughts going through their heads? Because that if that work is a reflection of you, then it, then it's it's not a very good reflection. So when you do your work every day, are you proud? of the work that you put out? Like, would you say that that is an accurate reflection of you and what you would like people to know you? Like, well, how would you like people to know you? And is this work that you put out a reflection of that? What do you, it's almost like your brand, right? Your work that you do every day is almost like your brand. Your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. Your brand is what the higher-ups or the VPs or your supervisors are talking about, you know, at lunch with their colleagues. And when your name comes up, your brand is what they say. So is your brand a spirit? So is your brand a brand that represents a spirit of excellence? It's, It's funny because we all have a different take we have a different definition of what a spirit of excellence is and so i can't define that for you but whatever your whatever your definition is you know is is that reflected in the work that you do every day do you have pride in the work that you do every day and if you thought about taking pride in your work every day what would that look like So this is another thing that you can think about in terms of how you can be more excellent at work every day. And so just to recap so far, how three ways, how we can bring three ways that we can bring three ways that you can bring a spirit of excellence to the work that you do every day. Number one, what is your overall intention for the work that you put out every day? Number two Do you ever think about how your work impacts the whole? So how does it impact your department, your coworkers? I didn't even talk about the community at large, right? The consumers. How does your work impact others? And does uh, does that call you? Does that make you want to operate with more of a spirit of excellence every day? And then number three, how does your work reflect you? Do you take pride 
in the work that you do every day. And thinking about that, does that help to boost you to want to operate with more of a spirit of excellence? Does that help you? Does that help inspire you to want to move towards working with more of a spirit of excellence every day? You know, I um, I love the book, The Four Agreements by Paulio Coelho. I think I've talked about it before, but one of the agreements that he talks about it, and if you're not familiar with the book, the book is about these unspoken agreements uh, that if you activate them can literally change your life. These agreements that we don't talk about, that we, he talks about how we all make agreements in different areas. So, you know, every, every, you know, when a child is born, you know, there's, there's an agreement that when the child cries, we know that something's wrong, right? And so then the child then forms an agreement that, okay, in order for me to get what I want, I have to cry. And that's how I get what I want. So he talks about these four agreements. And one of them is always do your best. And when I think about this idea of operating with a spirit of excellence, when you think about just this very simple concept concept of always doing your best, do you, and I know that that there are there everybody has off days when you're not doing your best, but would you say that 80 to 90 percent of the time you are doing your absolute best? And if every time you went to perform a task at work, or even if you just before you walked in to work in the morning or logged on if you work from home. Do you set the intention that today you're going to do your very best? And if you did that, would that change the way you operate? Would that bring more of a spirit of excellence into the work that you do every day? So that is just a bonus. A bonus is to ask yourself the question before you perform a task or before you head into work. Will I do my best today? Right? And how would that impact the level of excellence that you bring to your work. You know, and, the, and the purpose of this episode is really not to bash, you know, my contractor or bash anybody. You know, there were so many things that I could have done to prevent what happened, but I think it's a really teachable moment. And it also just really brings to light to me this whole idea of excellence and what is excellence? You know, we look at the greats, the Kobe Bryants of the world and the Beyonce's and the virtuosos, you know, the Mozarts, the Beethoven's. We think about these people that operate at such high levels in what they do. And again, that was one of the reasons why I started this show is because it, it one of my absolute favorite things in the world to do is watch somebody do work where they are totally and completely in their element. Like that's the goal, right? Because just think, if everybody that was performing task in the world did so with a spirit of excellence, did so, did their very best, what a world we would live in, right? Not only would the services and things that we consume be top-notch, but we would feel so great. You know, just think about when you do something you accomplish a task and it turns out really well, 
and you feel that you did your level best and it turned out fabulous. What sense, what does that sense of pride do for you? Like, how does that just spill over into everything you think about and do for the rest of the day? Right. So it's not like operating with a spirit of excellence doesn't also give you a boost. Right. So again, just to recap, number one, how to bring more of a spirit of excellence into the work you do every day. Set your intention. Number two, think about how your work impacts others. Number three, think about how your work reflects you. And then the bonus is think about always doing your best. And what does that look like for you? And of course, I'm very realistic. So I understand that not every day is going to be a day where you're operating with a spirit of excellence. But this week, just think about that concept. Think about what would it look like if I was doing my best? What would it look like if I was operating in total excellence, whatever that definition is for you? What would that look like? And how do these questions how would these questions help me, help you? You know, this is what I want you to think about. How would these questions help me to operate with more of a spirit of excellence? And what would operating at that level on a daily basis do for me? What would it do for my career? I mean, do you think that people would start to notice that you were operating at such a high level? What, how, what, how would that impact you? So just some things to think about, operating with a spirit of excellence, how can we bring that to what we do? And I'm gonna you know, go back through this episode and really think about myself and, and what I do every day and how I can be more excellent when I show up for this podcast, You know, when I show up for my coaching clients and how can I even inspire them to bring more excellence into what they do every day. Let's make this a revolution. Nobody's perfect, but Les Brown says, you know, if if you shoot for the stars, the worst that can happen is that you reach the moon, right? So you may not reach the stars, but maybe you'll reach the moon. Maybe you'll reach, you know, something out there. So, you know, nothing beats a failure, but a try. So how can we at least work towards being more excellent? That's a question that I'd like us all to answer. But with that said, that's all I have for you today. And I will see you as always on the next episode. Thanks for joining us this week on the Gen X Career Show. Make sure to visit our website, yourgenxcareer.com. And while you're there, grab your free dream job discovery list, a curated collection of over 20 job titles to spark your imagination, ignite your passion, and move you one step closer to work you truly enjoy.